and I'm afraid that that was the wrong scripture, that's okay. Um, if y'all turn with me to Matthew chapter 6, and we're looking at 16 through 18. Yeah, that was next week. Um, scripture, that's okay. Fasting. Uh, tonight, guys, we're talking about fasting. And I think it's very appropriate because at the end, by this coming Friday, it'll be end of the season of Lent. And um, although as Baptists, as a whole, we might not celebrate it, but, but, but there's a lot of Christians around us who do. Um, the Catholics celebrate it, uh, Presbyterians, um, you know, Methodists, several others do. And sometimes we don't um, sometimes understand a lot about fasting and what it's supposed to be about. So tonight we're going to talk about that. It's part, it was so important that Jesus Christ in, uh, included in one of his greatest sermons, the Sermon on the Mount. So, and when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. We'll talk about that here in a minute. For they disfigure their face. Um, that they were fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, and your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Matthew six sixteen through 18. So what is fasting? Fasting is primarily an act of willing absence or reduction from a certain or all food, drink, or both for a period of time. So when Jesus is talking about fasting in particular, he's talking about from food or drink. Well, well Kent, what about a social media fast? or this That, that is still fasting, but it's not the Jewish understanding of fasting. Because they didn't have Facebook, they didn't have social media, they did not have those type of things, okay? Uh, you know, the disciples didn't say, you know, uh, hashtag amazing, okay? Fasting, primarily, primarily an act or willing, abstaining or reduction from certain of all food, drink, or both for a period of time. That's what Jesus is meaning by fasting. So, a little background. Different kinds of fast were common practice in the Old Testament times. Though the, require, though the law required only one fast a year, the Day of Atonement, Leviticus 16, 29-34. So that's kind of the, the background of what's going on. There were different fasting that people would do. But there was a problem there were people out there, just like the other three passages that we have just talked about that we'll review here in a second, who took it and they wanted to be recognized. They wanted it to be about them. Jesus says, don't be like the hypocrites who make people look like certain ways to let people see, and that was an issue. And he, so, so they had that, uh, that heart issue where some would just fast all the time to allow people to say, I'm fasting. I'm fasting, I'm fasting, and talk about how holy they are when the law only required the Day of Atonement, but some would add extra days. 
So that's kind of the background going on. So we got to kind of, before we talk about how you are to fast, we need to look at what Jesus has corrected three area, three areas, uh, the hypocrites acting fake, hypocritical acting fake, a hypocritical religious uh, um, religion. So acting fake, man's attempt, practices. So let me look at this. Jesus has corrected three areas of hypocritical religious practices. In other words, acting fake, man's attempt of practices. And he says, one, giving. Matthew 6, 2 through 4. He says, giving to the needy. He says, we don't give to what? To announce to all that we're giving. He says, don't let the right hand know what the what is doing. Left hand. He says, you know, as we give, we give uh, um, what God has placed on our heart to give, but we don't give to be recognized by others. And then last week, we talked about prayer. We talked about in Matthew 6, 5 through 15, the Lord's or the disciples' prayer, a um, better name for that, that in praying that we don't pray for others to see us uh, and, and to call attention to ourselves. He says, don't be like the hypocrites who kneel down right in the middle of the streets and say, God, look at me. Oh, man, they're praying. He says, don't fall into those religious categories. In other words, man's attempt to God. And the third one here is fasting. Again, he talks about the hypocrites calling attention to themselves. We have to understand what Jesus is correcting is us acting fake at man's attempts to, to make people go, look how awesome that person is. He talks about the giving, how we're to give. He talked about the praying. Now he's talking about the fasting. And these were three very big areas of practice <coughs> that were in the Jewish and in the Christian life. Even today. And he's saying... Be careful on how you pursue this. So, Ken, well, how are you to fast? How are you to fast? Well, first of all, we understand what fasting is. Fasting is that reduction. Well, can we fast from social media? Yes. Can we fast from other things? Absolutely. Uh, I have a lot of friends uh, during Lent, they fast from certain things, not just food, but different items. And that, that's fine, too. Fasting has a different meaning today than it did. But let's talk about the heart first before we talk about how, you know, uh, everything involved. First, there's two ways described by Christ in fasting. First was the artificial act in fasting. Artificial means not real, okay? One of the things I hate most is artificial sugar, okay? I, my mom always tries to sneak in Splenda. She doesn't think I will know. But when I taste it, I spit it out. And she goes, no, it's real sugar. You're just, no, I'm not. I know what it tastes like. I'm sorry. I know what Splenda tastes like. I'm sorry. It, 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 it tastes like it wants to be sugar, but it's not. It, it's a good try. They tried. They failed. But they tried. Uh, it, it, it's not the, the artificial Artificial acting and fasting, in other words, it's not real. It's not there. It tries to be like, it tries to intimidate it, um, 
but it's not it. Those wanting to call attention to their fasting would put on a gloomy face, neglect their appearance, in order to be seen as fasting by men. They would wear old clothes, sometimes purposely torn and put dirt on them to look like they have just been humbled, mess up their hair, cover themselves with dirt and ashes, and even use makeup in order to look like they're pale and sickly. They even chose which days to do fasting in which most people would see them. This is what they would do. And unfortunately, it doesn't matter if it's fasting, it doesn't matter if it's praying, it doesn't matter if it's giving, it doesn't matter if it's serving, it doesn't matter whatever. If it is the artificial acting of anything and the heart is not in the right place and it's about us, it is wrong. The point that Jesus is making here is that fasting needs to be about him. Now, like I told you, we're about to finish up the, the day of Lent, uh, you know, the period of Lent, and which is a preparing of what is going to happen on Friday. You know what happens on Friday, right? This Friday is called what? Oh, come on. There's a lot of people in here. We can be a lot louder than that. What is this Friday? Good Friday. It's a good Friday. Why? Because who, what do we celebrate on Good Friday? What do we celebrate on Good Friday? Oh my goodness. What? Yes. Jesus sacrificed on the cross. Good job, Nick. That's one of my swimmers right there. <laughs> it's one of my butterflies right there. All right. So, the, the, uh, dying on the cross... The sacrifice for mankind, we, we, we celebrate that. And then Easter on Sunday is the you know, celebration of the resurrection. This preparation of this time, um, we could go a couple ways. One way is people would go, well, I'm doing this, and they're just telling everybody, and it's missing on the act of what it is. Or because we're not, maybe we're not doing this one type of food, so we're going to indulge ourselves in another type of food. Or we, we're forgetting what the point of fasting was. The point of fasting was replacing that food in preparation time because, see, back then, it would take hours to fix a meal. Meals were work. So when they fasted from meals or even drank, drink was work itself. Going to get the water and going, I mean, all that was work. I'm talking about hours. You don't understand that because to you, you just flip on a nozzle or you can go and say, I'll take a Big Mac, okay? That's all you have to do today, but not for them. It took hours to prepare and make, and food just did not keep. They did not have an ice box. They did not have those things. So what they used instead of those hours of preparing food, they would use it for extra worship and extra time to be with God. So for us, where food might not be the fast that it was for them, Social media definitely can. Technology definitely can. TV, binging on Netflix, things like that we do that take our time away from God, we can look at that and say, okay, I'm going to fast to that. But the point is, is not to point to us. It's to point to God. And what would happen is, people would choose the best day and go, okay, I know there's going to be a lot of people here, so I'm going to look like and show that I'm fasting. Just... 
Just like when a lot of people are, are, are pronouncing, I'm fasting from this all the time, and look how holy and right, that's not what we're supposed to be. It's to be, it's to be, this, it's to be this time that we use it to glorify God. And see, just like the prayer and the giving, the first part that Jesus corrects is when we give it to ourselves, when we try to make it about us. So really, we have to understand that Jesus is talking about any act of worship is not about man, it is about God. And that's why I wanted that definition of that acting faith at man's attempt, because that's what religion is. And what I believe in is a relational idea of ministry, a relational idea of us and Jesus. Why? Because Jesus was relational in his ministry. And not only that, we're to, we have, we're to have a relationship with God. It cannot be my attempt, but God's attempt. What God is doing. <coughs> so how do we fast? Well, how are you to fast then? Well, let's look at the actual heart fasting. Actual heart fasting. So these last two verses here, there can be no right fasting apart from a right heart. There could be no right fasting apart from a right heart, right living, and right attitude. <coughs> right heart, right living, right attitude. When we try to do it for our own needs and to be looked at by men or to look at as righteous, or even we do like we talked about the prayers last week where we don't even think about what we're saying anymore. <coughs> Remember that, that last week? I used the Lord's prayer, for example. I said, Our Father who art in heaven, and y'all just jumped in, and we weren't even thinking. Or we do John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that, and y'all jumped in. The same thing there. We have to be careful that we're having a right ha uh, heart, right attitude in that. But you, when you fast, Jesus tells those who belong to him, anoint your head, wash your face, so that you may not be seen fasting by men. To anoint the head with oil was commonly done as a matter of good grooming. Okay? To look good. Like I do every day, right? To look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that one. Uh, look good. Good grooming. The oil was often scented. And used partly as perfume. Because let me just tell you, they didn't have showers back then a lot. When they bathed, it was kind of how I grew up in the country. We got, we, we got to bathe on Saturday. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, you know, you, you got to bathe very rarely and because and, and, water was not, I mean, it was a lot of work. And by the time you got the water to the home, you're not just using that to just throw on something. I mean, it was, I mean, it was for cooking. It was for drinking. It was a big deal. So the oil was scented to smell good, like washing the face. It was associated with the day-to-day -day living and to that no one knew. But especially with more formal and important occasions, Jesus pointed out that a person who fasts should do everything to make himself look normal and do nothing to attract attention to his, his, uh, his, his struggles. Nothing 
nothing that we are to do was to impress man. And a lot of times what we do is we try to impress man. Some of us, we go to a church to oppress man. Some of us, we want to be on leadership in churches, our leadership uh, in Bible studies to impress man. Some of us, we want to go up ranks or do things or to be a Sunday school teacher or even a deacon or what to impress man. I went to school to be a pastor. I went to a college that was a pastor college, and then I went to uh, what we call seminary, but masters. And I started with a lot of different guys who were going to be pastors. And as we got deeper into it, because all of a sudden they found out that church wasn't so easy. A lot of them felt like, I'll get in church and that'll be easy money. It's not a lot of work and da, da, da. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden they, they were dropping off left and right because they began to become a pastor to impress men, most importantly, to impress their mothers or their grandmothers or to impress their church that they grew up in. And let me just tell you, because that was their motive, they fell very quickly and very hard because ministry is very tough. And so when you have those wrong motives, and there are people who do those things to impress men, and Jesus is saying, do not fast to impress men. Do not pray to impress men. Do not give to impress men. We're not to do those things. We're to do all this for God's glory and God's glory alone. You're not to serve people to impress men, but we're to give the glory. So when we fast, so if you were doing Lent or if you were not doing Lent, but if we do have a period of time of fasting, it is for God's glory. So Kim, what are you saying? Well, let's, let's have a serious conversation about fasting. Do I think it is needed? Absolutely. Do I think we do food or things? I, I think it really depends on the person because we, we, there are people who suffer with diabetes. There are people who, who have to eat and they have to do certain things. There are people who are in training for sports and things and their body has to have a certain amount of protein and things like that. So there are some things that we can fast from that maybe is not food. Pray through those. Maybe uh, from social media or binging, but if you do those things, you need to replace those habits with prayer and reading scripture and knowing God's word and studying God's word. These are things that we need to be doing, not just, I have skipped this for this period of time, but why did you give it up? For what? And what are you doing in the place of it? A lot of times when we do fasting, we just replace the fasting part for something else. For example, we'll say, I will stop eating meat. Let's just use meat, for example. But I'm going to stuff myself with seafood over here. Or I'm going to stuff myself with something else over here. But I'm not doing it with meat. Well, now you're missing the place of fasting. Fasting is that we're doing it to, to spiritually be ready for what God is preparing in our lives. Honestly, I think fasting is a great thing, and I think you need to do it before periods of time. I think if, you know, uh, if, you know, preparing for this summer, if you want to fast and pray what God's going to do this summer for you, man, that would be awesome because there's always great things. Or maybe there's times in which you can fast to prepare your heart for certain things. 
For some of you, you're exiting out of high school and entering into college. Man, have you prayed? Have you sought what God wanted, what college he wanted you to do? What, uh, what major he wanted you to do? Notice I didn't say what college you wanted to go to or, uh, or what major that makes you the most money, but what God wants you to do. And as you pray through those things, yeah, I think a period of fasting is very critical for that time. Pray through and look at those things and see what God is doing. Maybe you're going through a tough time with a friend right now. Maybe your friend is going through some tough times or you're going through tough times. Like, for example, as y'all know, I deal with bouts of anxiety and depression. And when I was really going through those things, I took a time of fasting. Why? Because I needed to spiritually focus myself. So those are some things I want you to pray through and look for. So as we're talking about fasting and we looked at the biblical approach of the heart, I also want to talk about the practical side of what that can look like for you. Because I do want to encourage it. I know it's not talked a lot in the Baptist churches. I'll be honest with you. I've been a Baptist ever since I was in the womb. And the only time I've ever heard fasting ever talked about in church is when I preach it. And out of 18 years, I've probably preached it about 10 to 15 times. So even me does not preach it. But I'm the one I've ever even heard preach it. It needs to be taught, and it needs to be taught correctly. Because unfortunately, when it's taught incorrectly, and we take an incorrect habit, then it, then it does not become worship. And we need to look at what the Bible tells us how to do it. So I do think it is something we need to do. Some people say uh, to, to, they want to do Lent. I, I agree with that. If you, if you feel led, but do it properly. And do it where it's respecting and honoring what you're preparing for. And I think that is important. Or if you want to take a fasting time to prepare yourself for an event like we just talked about, those are great too. I want to encourage you on that, and you can read, read these scriptures. Uh, and I just want to say a side note. If you notice, I always do worksheets. Y'all have always noticed that for several reasons. I want you to go and restudy things. Don't Never take just a man's word for it. Always take what God's word says. Okay, I believe in that. Uh, uh, Colossians 3.16 says the word of God is rich. Now I'm from the country. Rich soul means fertile soul. And it means something that can grow. And when it says the word of God is rich, that is where we can grow from. And we can see God as he plants and he grows in us. So let me tell you guys, don't just take a man's word. What does the word of God say? That's why I give you worksheets with the words and you have the outline of my sermon. Why? My hope is that you work through that during the week and look at these things, especially on something as critical as fasting because it's not well talked about. And be honest with you, your parents might not even know how to discuss fully with you because they might not have been taught. So these are great ways for you and your family to even talk about this. And maybe you and your parents might even want to do a fast together. Who knows? That needs to be a family and, and discussed decision. That might not just be food. Like I said, that could be from TV. That could be from Netflix. That could be from social media. That could be from Snapchat. That could be something that, that maybe is influencing you in a negative way, and you might not even know it. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you so much for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank 
Father, this is so unusual because usually I preach an Easter message, and I thought this was so weird that no matter, even though this was in the schedule, I, I, I felt this was what you wanted to preach, and now I see why. Because it is preparing our hearts in the correct mind. We can get so much into the routine of things, Father, that we miss the heart of the matter. And I see that, and that's why you really wanted these last three messages preached. Father, for we can understand the heart, because here we are about to hit Easter, and it's so easy to be caught up as a holiday, and bunnies, and chocolate, and cakes, and different things, Father. Where traditions is fun, but Father, when it, when it replaces what we're really supposed to be in the state of heart of what this Friday is, and what this celebration of what Sunday is, the resurrection Father, let our hearts be right before you. As we worship right now, let us prepare our hearts and our minds for the things that you have for us. In your holy and precious name, amen. Please worship with us. <laughs> 